The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we review our experiences of Pride Month here in Portland, Oregon. And we have fun comparing it to our previous experiences in Long Beach and Los Angeles, California. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hi, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this episode. We're looking forward to just hanging out and talking about Pride Month. Which was last month, we know. Yes. June, Pride Month. Yes, but this will be a nice, fun, light episode for you all. So if you don't have a beverage, go get one. We have coffee here and tea while we're doing this podcast. But today we are going to share with you some of our experiences. We did attend the Portland Lesbian Choir concert called Come Together. We also... Come Together in Times Like These. In Times Like These. Sorry, I forgot that part. Uh, we also attended Portland Pride. Yes, and the parade, and the, the parade. festival. It was awesome. We're going to share more about that. And last, but definitely not least, we are going to share about our experience at the Oregon Zoo. At the Oregon Zoo. Yep. Because, Seeing, because that was the venue for a concert by the Intuko Girls, which we know is not, it wasn't officially presented as a Pride event. But it but is. Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We saw a lot of family there. Okay, so before we get into that, though, all of that stuff, we just wanted to do a quick thank you to A. Rose Pearl. Yes. Oh, my gosh. A. Rose Pearl. That's a lovely handle. I think I need to know that per- this person. Okay. Well, they were so nice, and they left a review for this podcast on iTunes, and it, it was titled, Welcome Back, Sienna and Toast. And they said, Sienna and Toast may gear their show towards the LGBTQ community, but their inclusive message, coupled with their positive and loving energy, always boosts my mood and makes me hope the next episode will be out soon. Thank you so much, Rose Pearl. That is... We really appreciate so it. So sweet. Yes. And you know, please connect with us. Send us an email or find us on Instagram. You can message us at Sienna and Toast on Instagram. Um, but we would love to send you something from our store. Um, I actually want to send you one of my favorite products. So if, if you would like that, please message us so we can get um, something out to you, a little surprise to you. We really appreciate that. And um, if anyone else wants to leave a review on iTunes, we absolutely would love that as well. Yes, we appreciate it. Tell your friends, 
tap the fi- the fifth star <laughs> there. <laughs> Our carny joke. Okay, uh, but along with along with leaving reviews and ratings and stuff like that we really want to encourage and invite you to join our email list we put the the link to it in the show notes and you also see another link which we also encourage you to join which is our new project called life club and you can just hit the link and and see what it's about mm-hmm. but yep this is for for us our our little group here okay all right. Know. So the first thing. Okay. So we found out about the Portland Lesbian Choir because one of our amazing listeners from way back, uh, and now. Ruth, and now Ruth invited us to one of her performances earlier this year, and we couldn't make that one, unfortunately, but we definitely made their spring performance called Come Together in Times Like These, the Portland Lesbian Choir. And... Okay, Wait, so let's talk should about we this. Share, okay, so Ruth, we mentioned her in another podcast. Uh, if you want to find her, she's Ruthie Moo, right? On Instagram? Or Ru the Moo. Oh, did I say Instagram? No. What did I say? <laughs> like if you want to find her on the know. street? Yeah, if you just want to find her. <laughs> I think you said just if I want to find her. Anyways, okay, so just a little bit um, of a side note. Uh, Ruth actually lives in Portland. Obviously, because she's in the squire. <laughs> I think I drank or something. I don't yeah. know. Something's going on. But but what's so fun is that uh, in two days, we are going to be having coffee with Ruth and her partner, Jesse. Do you know that we're doing that, too? Yeah, I recall that being scheduled yes. into okay. our calendar. I am the schedule yes. keeper. Sienna is the social director. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> You know how that is in relationships, right? One person always does the yeah, laundry, but the other person always folds it. And but one it's person... practical. You know, it makes oh, yeah, things efficient, yeah, totally. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're so off of what we're going to talk about here. So why don't you take it? But now I'm you all know what's on our social calendar. Yes. Well, this, this concert occurred at a Catholic private school. Yes. Right? Very cool. Yes. It brought it. I had some flashbacks of my Catholic school life, but it was it was so wonderful to be in a sea of singing lesbians. It really was because since Toast and I have been here, this was probably our first lesbian infused event. Wouldn't you say? Yes, it was. Right. So it was very nice. So like. How we have said many times on so many different podcasts to find your people. Again, you know, we felt the power of that being amongst your peers and and um, people of uh, support. And mm-hmm. it was just so powerful. And we're always, you know, we're always uh, reminded of that whenever we find ourselves in these types of events. So we definitely got our uh, dose um, in June for Pride Month. Um, one of the things that y- you want me to stop so you can talk because you're no, like, no, like no, hurry up. No. Um, one of the things, though, that was pretty cool, although I did have some mixed feelings about it, was their gender-neutral bathroom. Yes. Okay. So first off, you have to imagine 
This, again, this concert took place in the auditorium of a private Catholic school. And it was super, super well attended. In the lobby area. Yeah. In the auditorium itself. Shoulder to shoulder. Wall to wall people. Which was fantastic. It was fantastic. But then we also couldn't find Ruth. Right. Super crowded. And for some reason, we quickly found that the women's bathroom was locked, but that the men's bathroom had a paper sign placed over it that said gender neutral. Mm -hmm. So obviously, everybody, hey, just use this one bathroom. Yeah. Which was kind of problematic because of the number of people there. Right. But I I have to say, I was very excited that, wow, look, here's a gender-neutral bathroom that they would put that sign there. Right. But then I had to go use the bathroom. And then when I went in there, I guess what I wasn't expecting was that there would be men at the urinals. (laughs) Mere feet away from you. Yeah, yeah. And so... So you were talking, like, four feet away from you. Yeah, where men four using feet your urinals, right? Yeah, which you know, in on one hand, it's the most natural thing in the world that everyone is just peeing, and you're either peeing or waiting to pee. Natural, right? We all pee, but then you know, I I ended up facing, turning and facing the wall because I felt well. You don't want to face. You don't want to see the cross section of a man urinating. <laughs> Well, I just, I felt like, am I making him uncomfortable? Mm-hmm, and yet, mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I ended up facing the wall, and I didn't know if that just made the whole just situation to, more uncomfortable. Trying to give him privacy. Kind of, you yeah, know. So that yeah. was my first experience in a makeshift gender-neutral bathroom. But I did absolutely appreciate that they did that. Yeah. I thought yes. that was very uh, yeah, nice. Me, yeah, I yes. think that think And everyone, great. and all the men were respectful, and they're smiling, and... That was just before the concert. Right. So let's talk about the concert. Or actually, yes. You know what? Here We have the program right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read just about the Portland Lesbian Choir. Yes, because just about them is inspiring. Okay. The Portland Lesbian Choir performs music that affirms the value of all people respecting diversity among members. We provide a supportive setting where music making is a positive experience. We offer opportunities for members to grow in their musical skills and gain confidence in their singing ability. Singing together teaches us to listen and grow in harmony. This fosters a strong sense of community among members. Portland Lesbian Choir is a non-audition choir. I love it. Me too. I love it. And just for a visual, they all were on stage wearing black with just this beautiful rainbow-colored scarf. And they wore it, you know, however they wanted to. But it was just such a sight. And yes. And what I loved was how they went on stage because they entered entered from the rear Mm -hmm. of the the audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the entire choir filed in. And they're about, about, I counted about 90 members. They're all listed in the program, but... So they just walked down the aisle, yeah. and it took them a while because 90 people is coming in, is a, yeah. kind of a big number, and they mm-hmm. filed up. And 
as soon as they start walking in, the audience is on their feet and clapping, I clapping know, for them. I loved that. And these and the members just keep they just keep coming. It's a lot of people, yeah. right? They keep walking down two by two, just like Noah's Ark, and that I found really powerful as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Because the, just the number of them, they just you just keep coming. They, yeah, they keep coming in to see, like, wow, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. You know what I would love? I would love if there was a way that they could record these concerts mm-hmm. and then have the CD available, so they could do a pre-order for the CD mm-hmm. or or buy a ticket and get the CD. You know. Right, by a right. combo pack or whatever, because some of these songs were so moving. And I remember, um, wasn't there one we were kind of like weepy about? Like it was just so beautiful. There was one song in particular that was just so beautiful. Uh, it was a nice selection. It was. They had. There was something for everyone, I, I felt. Yeah, uh, just to give you an idea, they did do renditions of Everybody Hurts. Oh my R. gosh, that soloist too. A rendition of I'll Stand By You yep. by The Pretenders, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that event kind of kicked off our Pride Month that happened at the beginning of June. You know what? I do want to say something about it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's kind of like an, a, just something that happened before. So Toast and I got there early. We went to eat right around the corner. And I have to say, okay, so we've been in Portland for how many months? I don't even know. But everyone warned us about the rain. And now, granted, I know we're in spring. And by the time you hear this, we'll be in summer. But it really hasn't rained that much here. Not since springtime. Since springtime But even before that, the rain has been like, it's not strong rain. Like, it's just been kind of like, you can be out without a raincoat. Right. And it just comes down and it's okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But do you remember that was our first experience of being in the rain where it's raining? Do you remember that? Yeah. And we were trying to get back. But I have to say, what is so romantic about the rain? Wasn't that romantic? Us coming back (laughs) and you holding the umbrella. Wasn't that romantic? Or am I just silly? I don't know. You have such a romantic memory of it. That's nice. Oh, you weren't thinking that? I thought it was so... There was something romantic about it. I thought. Oh. So anyways, it's not even having to do with the choir. So that just added to the evening. It did. I thought so. Love was in the air. (sighs) Okay. Up next, we did attend Portland's Pride event at the Tom McCall Waterfront Park. Which I think that's right. where they, they hold all their larger events because we've been there many times now. That's where the Rose City Festival was. Yes. Without any roses. Yes. And right next door to that is their Saturday, Saturday Farmer's, Farmer's Market. Market. Yep. Mm-hmm. It <sighs> reminds me of Stars Hollow, you know, on Gilmore Girls, where they have their that town. Park? Well, there's the place where the town does their events. Yes. That's what it feels like. That, this would be that place, I yes. think, for Portland. Yes. But Pride was... Unlike any other Pride that we've ever experienced, coming from um, having experienced L.A. Pride as well as Long Beach Pride. Uh, Back in the day, Toast and I performed at Long Beach Pride many times there. So we were acquainted with Long Beach Pride. um, And then just a few years ago, we experienced Los Angeles Pride, 
which was on a whole other level. But both of these Pride events were very crowded, <laughs> where you or it's so hard to find parking. Parking, I mean, parking is the is issue. Ridiculous. Parking is oh the issue. Oh, in in L.A. Period. Ugh. Right in in L.A. County. Anytime you're going to something, it's parking yeah. is the issue. <laughs> and they how, start closing off roads, right. and then you can. It's it's. Which is pretty crazy. Yes. that That's a big, huge factor. Yeah. That and travel time. How long are you going to be stuck in traffic? How long are you going right? to be that stuck in a... traffic? Right. Yeah. And, then, and then also the financial Admission. part of it. Admission price. Yeah. I remember yeah. Uh, when we were... Uh, I know that Long Beach Pride, you not only had to pay for... I mean, yeah, Long Beach Pride. You not only had to pay for parking nearby at one of the lots, but you also paid a $20 admission fee and it might be more now mm-hmm. you know um yeah wasn't i don't remember wasn't la something about 20 21 25 something yeah. around there and, and you can it's get more it, than a movie ticket you can get it less uh, for less if you buy tickets in advance but for portland pride so starting with the parking easy we breezy. showed up early yeah we we're, were ready, like <laughs> we're ready to just Go to battle to find a spot, man. And as soon as you find something, go grab it because it might not be available later. Yeah. Who yep. cares if you're going to have to walk a few blocks? Just grab the parking. Yeah. But no. So we did. We just found a parking. Found a parking. Yeah. And then, so that was no big deal. And then we... Um, well, we thought it was a big deal until later in the day when we were we were like, okay, let's we're done. We've seen pride. Let's walk back. And it was still in the middle of the day. And we expect you would expect that, that the lot would you, have been. Yeah, that the lot would have been full. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. So we. So that's when we realized, oh, we we, we didn't have to, have to rush over here. Parking. Yes, here. absolutely. We can breathe a sigh of relief. Right. And relax a little. And then okay. regarding admission for Portland Pride. Um, so, you know, most places we just take for granted now that places take your your uh, credit card or debit card or something like that. So we have a we had a little bit of cash on on us, um, but the admission wasn't even really called an admission. They were asking for an eight dollar donation per person, and if you didn't have it, they didn't turn you away for not having it, which was also a foreign concept. Which to was us. really odd, and even um, you know. Refreshing of the yes, and speaking of the you know, um, the stars hollow, the feeling. entrance protocol, entrance protocol, even with the Portland Lesbian Choir, we had our tickets with us. Oh, right, because we had bought those online earlier, yeah. right? But what, what I had them ready to go, yeah, nobody even asked for them, yeah. And so and we said, so when we made our way through the lobby area where they were selling raffle tickets and merchandise, we would expect, oh, the tickets would be presented there, mm-hmm. collected or at by the somebody, door. but nobody yeah. even asked. No. So when we got to the the threshold of entering the auditorium, I mentioned that to one of the ushers who was handing out programs. I said, hey, um, I showed her my tickets you know, in my hands and said, hey, uh, nobody even asked for these. And... She just kind of good-naturedly said, yeah, isn't that funny, huh? Come on, come on in. So you look like honest. Come on in. <laughs> so it was another it was another wave of Gilmore Girls moment <laughs> of here we are. You're just trusted. Hollow. 
it's just we're all open community and friendly and it was very nice but i i will say that uh being at this uh pride event was probably the most crowded we have experienced in yes. any place yet absolutely here in portland yes no question it was the most well-attended event mm-hmm. uh, these two of them actually the the portland lesbian choir wall-to-wall yeah. people wall-to-wall uh, it looked like a sold-out crowd. Smaller venue. And uh, Portland Pride. Larger venues, wall-to-wall people. Yeah. We chose to go to Portland Pride on a Sunday because Sunday was when the parade was happening. Yes. And we kind of oh wanted God, to be able to catch the parade. Yes. We ended up not watching the, the beginning or the end of the parade, I would say. And I'm talking about the parade route. Because okay, we, right. we parked the car and we walked mm-hmm. straight to the entrance of the festival yeah. because we didn't want to have to stand in this long line and battle all these people. But we, we spent all the time in the festival, going to all the booths, mm-hmm. eating, eating the food. Oh, the food what, was pretty good. We yeah, had, the, we we had, had tacos. Uh, vegan tacos. Yes. Yeah. I was so happy they had that and it wasn't just the normal, you know, hot dog issues <laughs> but we saw we saw the parade route ended at the mm-hmm. festival yeah mm-hmm. so before we left the the grounds entirely we went and we had a front row had a pretty much front row seat to it the was end great. of the parade yep. yeah and this was another experience that was so great because there were so many contingents marching in the parade and floats and bands and mostly groups of people from different companies, different community groups, mm-hmm. different spiritual and religious groups, different sports groups, yep. the police department march. Yep. Giving out stickers. Right. Rainbow police badge stickers. And these groups just kept on coming. I mean, we it did, was endless. We, we didn't even stay until we left. End. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was they going kept on. coming. It was going on for hours mm-hmm. and hours, mm-hmm. and the people even next to us, we, we kind of had left. a short, short discussion, like, "Oh my God, this is like really a long parade." <laughs> like this is, in, but it's so great to see the the volume of goodwill, yeah, that the community has right. to show up for an event like this right. and be a part of an expression of positive peace. Yes, it was absolutely fantastic. And if you want a mini, mini glimpse of it, you can check out our Instagram uh, page because right now we do have have it highlighted right at the top. So you can just click on that and see a little bit of uh, the videos. Um, if you don't see that highlighted anymore, you can look at our posts. There's one post that has a rainbow colored Uh, balloons spelling out pride so look for that post and if you click on that you will be able to see some of the videos there and i'll put i'll put a um a link a link to the post in our blog for this episode i do have to say Mm -hmm. that i have never seen as many rainbow tutus in my life Yes, tutus were a big that thing. T- rainbow tutus. I, I I don't know if that's just a thing now. Is that a trend? Or is that has that always been a thing, but it's just, just mainly in Portland? Yeah. I don't know. And also, okay, so in a previous podcast, we did talk about my fear of naked people. <laughs> 
particularly naked bike ride. I have to say that there's just no escaping nakedness here in Portland because there were a lot of free breasts. Yes, topless, topless female people. People jumping around and hooting and hollering and they just covered their nipples. Yeah, with stickers in various of some kind. ways. Mm -hmm. But the breasts were free. Yeah. Not not supported. Not supported, no. And so I was, you know, in fact, we had a video that was, it was a pretty good video, but there were jumping. Of the parade, right? Of the parade, but there were jumping breasts on the side. And I thought, you know, I don't know if I should put this up. And I think we decided no, right? I don't, I think you're right. I don't remember. But I think there's just, it's just something Who I'm going to need to get used to. Maybe, like, maybe we remembered wrong. So if you look really closely in our there videos, might be some you might be able to yeah. see some dancing bobbing boobs. boobs yeah so that was mm -hmm. a little and and maybe i'm just you know maybe it's a good thing like i just need to get used to that because breasts are they're the most here. natural thing yeah so they're, like, they're about a foot and a half below your chin <laughs> they're right there all the time <laughs> yes just like god right <laughs> just like god what is that one about closer than your breath yeah. Closer yeah, than yeah. your hand and closer than your breath right. are your breasts. <laughs> so anyways, okay, so that was a fantastic Pride Parade. And do you have something else to say? You look like you do. Yeah, I just wanted to read one of the signs that I saw in the oh. parade. Because I took a picture of this and it looks like the guy knew I was taking a picture and he was holding it up and he's smiling at me and I'm snapping this picture. He, I, I don't know what group this is from. It's from some kind of church, though. Because he has one of those, what do you call those things? Those stoles? Oh, that, yes. You know, those yes. things that you wear around mm -hmm. your shoulders? He looks what like a minister. Called? I don't know. Hmm. We don't know the religious jargon for that. But his, sign, but his sign says, As a Christian, I am sorry for the narrow-minded, judgmental, deceptive, manipulative actions of those who denied rights and equality to so many. In the name of God. Mm. I appreciated that. Okay, I just looked He's it up. He's standing up for love. It is called a stole. It you were correct. Stole. Yep. The stole is a liturgical vestment of various Christian denominations. All right. And I wish I knew what denomination this was. I don't have that in the picture, though. But we saved maybe the best for last, would you say? It, it, was, it was just different. It was, it was just, just different. different. Yeah. yeah. But I was so excited because we saw the Indigo Girls. Aww. Okay. And they played at the Oregon Zoo. They did. Now, you know, with the zoo, there's mixed feelings because here's animals in captivity. a place where they're just trapping all the animals. And yet they do <sighs> they they do legitimate conservation and they do. rehabilitation and they do. Ed educational work. And this was, you know, we haven't been to that many zoos, but in our zoo experience uh, experiences, this was probably the most beautifully maintained zoo we have ever been to. So I was grateful for that. Um, but, okay, so here's what I got to say, because I got to explain to everyone mm -hmm. why the Indo Indigo Girls are so special to me. Okay. <sighs> okay, so when Toast and I first met, 
I'm sorry, this is turning out to be like a lovey McDovey podcast, huh? Pride Month, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, peace when pride. Toast and I first met, there were CDs, okay? So it wasn't like so long ago and there were, there were CDs, but what wasn't common was to be able to copy a CD, a CD writer, right? So in order to put your music... On a what? There was no Spotify. There was no Spotify. Napster was big. I never used it. Yeah. So but Toast. That's to give you an idea. Toast was at UH at the time. University of Hawaii. And she had some access. So what she did was she made me a mixed tape. How many of you guys remember mixed tapes? Mixtape, mixtape. Oh my God. Okay, so she made me a mixtape. And this was when we weren't really, we weren't like together. We just knew we had this common bond and philosophy over music. And she mailed, she was living in Hawaii at the time. I was already living in California at the time. And she sent me a mixtape that included, or I think it was primarily, all Indigo Girls songs. And I had never heard of them before. And she had been a lesbian for years. I had, What's up with years? That? Like years, people. And I didn't. It's not like oh, I I don't. I just don't know their music. But I've heard of them. I had not even ever heard of them in my life. Well, because because your music was more like R and B, right? <laughs> yeah, like I guess baby so. Fa- baby face and uh, Michael Jackson. I I guess so. Well, definite. Well, here's what I will say: folk wasn't something I had listened to. Country, nope, not anything I I listened to. Uh, folk rock, not anything I listened to. So when I got this uh, tape, I just died because I hadn't experienced such powerful music. I would say. I hadn't experienced um, love and appreciation for the lyrical value of a song because for me, first hit for me, what reaches my heart the most and instantaneously is a melody. And I think that's where my strength is. Like I, I have more strength in creating a melody, writing melodies. Where toasts, I think love, wouldn't you say your love is for the lyric first and that's more your strength? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes us a good team. But so I have all of these memories of when I first got introduced to the Indigo Girls and then their CD that came out right after I was introduced to them would be um, Become You. And when I got that CD, like top to bottom, listening back and forth and oh my God, just dying, dying, dying. <sighs> So, (laughs) and then when Toast came up to California, we had the opportunity to go see them in concert together, first time ever, and they were promoting Become You. So here's a CD. I've now learned inside and out every lyric, even the order of the tracks, and now we get to go see them perform in Orange County, and it was just... I couldn't handle it. (laughs) 
so since then, we have seen them many times in California. So in Portland, this was our first Portland concert, and it was them. And it was just our first, so good. Our first... Okay, uh, I'm going to stop talking. You, you take it from Well, there. we had just seen the Lesbian Choir. So it, first, what do you call that? Like mainstream pop oh, mainstream. concert? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely true. Yes. Okay. So here's what I enjoy about going to live Okay, no, music wait, events. no. You can't say that yet. Why? Because tell them... I love how you know what I'm going to say. Tell them about the how we how we walked around in the zoo mm-hmm. and we were behind the stage, like right behind the stage and what we experienced. There. Oh yeah. It was cool. Cause we, we heard the sound check. Yes. Oh yeah, my God. So you guys <laughs> being able to hear, hear someone's sound check. It's is just, if you're a fan, you want to hear someone's sound check. Yeah. You it was do. fun. And we tried to take some video with, the sound playing in the background while the wild animals are there, you know. Uh, but the video didn't turn out great. And then I also had the thought of, like, well, you know, what I want somebody to, like, document and, pr- like, publicize my sound check? Probably not. It's a sound check. I'm checking stuff. That's not my Oh, my God. They, that's true. You know? I did so, that, so that kind of... Made me decide, ah, never mind. I'm not going to. But I posted not it. Post. Oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I didn't think of it like that. Uh, maybe I should erase it. So then we. Oh, oh, it was also their tour bus. Oh, yeah, we saw the tour bus. Yeah, we saw their oh, tour bus. And then what was great is that the venue was is just an open air amphitheater oh my god right? and it was it was perfect so weather good. not too cool not too hot uh it was twilight oh my god love that i have so much to say the <laughs> food trucks yes thank you the food trucks were there to serve us whatever our dinner of choice mm-hmm. we chose some asian fusion mm-hmm. but they had indian they had pips donuts they had pips donuts and chai they had espresso yeah they had wine. They had all kinds of things there. And what's interesting in Portland is that it stays lit for so darn long. The whole concert was practically I was wearing lit. My, I was wearing my shades the whole time, <laughs> even after the sunset. And they hadn't started playing until 8 p.m. Right. Yeah. So it was just the two of them, right? Amy Ray and Emily Saliers. And Lyris Hung, who is a on, bad ass, on various stringed instruments, primarily violin. Oh my god! And Lucy Wainwright Roche on backup vocals and guitar occasionally. She was a fantastic opening act. She was fantastic. She was great. Loved her. Really, really great. Um, but yeah, no percussion. I was kind of surprised by that. I know. I thought, oh, so, somebody's going to play percussion. Yeah, but no. Plus, they have such great percussion on their recordings. Yes. That's one of the things I really appreciate yeah. about the, the production on it. It's very creative percussion. The mixing of the audio is pretty good. I could, I could hear 
every instrument that I saw on stage, mm-hmm. which is great. A pet peeve of mine is going to a concert, and let's say you see five people on stage, but you're only hearing three instruments. <laughs> what is up with that? I hate that. But no, you could hear everything. Sometimes I did feel the violin was way too loud. Yeah, for some, some of, of it. Mm-hmm. And some of them. And it seemed like the audio engineer was not super familiar with the vocal arrangements because you know how they'll the trade music. off who's singing the lead mm-hmm. and who's singing background just mid song or mid phrase the the adjustments were not made for that um, all the time mm-hmm. but you need someone you know who's what? like totally who's super familiar yes. with the arrangements yeah it's beyond yes. just getting a generic mix right yeah but it was Flippin' fantastic. Totally appreciate. It's always about, it always comes down to the energy of it. Yeah. Right? The energy of being there in in that live setting. And it, and we were sitting. Fantastic. We were sitting. Flippantastic. We couldn't have sat next to a nicer lesbian. Right? Right. She was making conversation. She asked us, she went to get herself a hot dog. And when she sat by us, she said, I hope I'm not offending you. Is it okay that I'm eating this here? Are you are vegetarian? You, are you vegetarian? And I have we have never been asked that's that. That's a Portland. That's ever. a Portland kind of comment, maybe, huh? I don't know, but that was but that's just a very really nice, nice of her enlightened and, lesbian comment. So we know, said, yes, we're vegetarian, but not that kind of vegetarian. <laughs> it's kind of like saying, yeah, I'm Christian, but not that kind of Christian. Exactly, Toast. Exactly. <laughs> But I wish we would have gotten her information because I would like to be friends with her. Well, we send her good thoughts. Yeah, that's good. All right. I mean, there's so much more we could say. But that's... Like what? With the events. Like, there's so many different things we could still say about the Portland Lesbian Choir. Like, the person that was rapping. That was like, wow, that was so exciting. There's so much we could say about Pride event. Like, pet a pussy today. And so much more we can say about oh, the concert. Oh, that's right. We missed the pet pussy. Kittens. You could pay to go and pet kittens. That were up for adoption. Up for adoption. In yeah. one of the and booths they were just, at, Portland, this, oh. at the Portland Pride event. Yeah. But they were protected in the back, so it wasn't like, you know, as stressful as maybe it could be could have been for them. Oh, you but, know what? Okay, that reminds me. Uh, something I appreciate mm-hmm. about Indigo Girls is oh, they yes. are activists. See? That's what I mean. There's so many more things you could say. And we will put in the show notes the, the people that w- the organization they they were working with at the time is called Mount Moms Demand Action. Mm-hmm. It's a gun control uh, group. Uh, sensible gun control laws. So we can put that link up. Wait, can I see? There is a lot, Toast. Okay. Okay. So what I loved is that Amy, at the end, thanked the animals. Mm -hmm. I love that Mm because we're in their space. I mean, what's become their space, right? And she thanked the animals. She didn't just thank us for coming to the event. She even thanked the animals. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's our people. She's our person. (sighs) All right. So happy post-Pride. Happy post-Pride. And check out our show notes for links to join our email list, mm-hmm. for the links to join the Life Club waitlist, which is our other separate project. So excited about that, you guys. So this is Sienna. And this is Toast. 
telling you to love life and live free. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.